Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. When this podcast comes out, when this show comes out, we will just be um, just days away from Father's Day. And I thought, uh, what better time to take a little time and share with you a few lessons um, that my dad has taught me over the years. I know, um, you know, we this time of year on Father's Day, we celebrate our dads and and it, getting closer to it, it made me reflect and think about um, the different lessons he's taught me, different um Different mentors I listened to talk about the different lessons that their dads taught me, and, and it got me to really thinking about um, what lessons have has my dad taught me over the years, and it's uh, you know it just got me to to really think about that. and And there's numerous lessons. There's there's lots of different lessons as I as I reflected and started thinking about it because sometimes I don't think we necessarily think. Sometimes we take those for granted. Um, about the lessons that our, our dads teach us. Um, we just think it's kind of part of us. But when we start um, thinking back to it, we think, what was the instant? What was the conversation? What was the example um, that those lessons were taught? Uh, so it really made me think about and reflect on those. And I'm not going to share all of them, of course. I'm just going to share a few of them. Um, a few that that uh, I probably use um on probably close to a daily um on a daily basis these phrases always come back to mind um that that I and I've used them with my kids and and I've hopefully I've passed them on some and and you know my my dad uh, as a kid he taught me lessons um as an a uh, um young adult he taught me lessons um as as an adult in my 40s he's taught me lessons and I think sometimes um the lessons we learn are not always uh, maybe verbal lessons, um, but they're they're lessons that we watch and we see them in action, um, and we take them on um, and, and we learn from them. And and, and sometimes we, um, I think, from parents we can learn good and bad lessons. But um, you know, all of the lessons I've learned from my dad have been great for me. And, and I just wanted to share a few of those and maybe some of those will resonate with you. Some of those, some of the, the words that he, he shared with me will, will stick with you for years to come. Um, like they have for me. Um, because I, I think sometimes just phrases they go, Oh yeah, that clicks something that makes us re- remember, um, you know, a, a lesson. Um, one of the things, um, my dad taught me, uh, was that, that sometimes, it's not our responsibility to to harvest. Sometimes it's just our responsibility to plant the seed. Uh, and I remember that um, conversation. That conversation probably happened when I was in my early 20s, um, early 20s, uh, maybe 23, 24. 
uh, might have been even a little bit earlier than that. I even actually remember um, where we were sitting. It's a house I grew up in. We we're sitting on his front porch. Um, a, a couple of these lessons um, I learned on the front porch of my house I grew up in. On it's a concrete step, and we'd sit there and I'd, I'd chat with my dad and. Um, it was great to reflect on those times and, and think about that because I hadn't thought about that in a lot of years. And it was special for me to, to reflect on that and think about that. But um, it was I was in my early 20s. I was working in a factory and I was working with a co-worker. And, you know, I was trying to uh, share a little bit about uh, my faith and, and my co-worker had a different perspective of it. And, you know, at 20, I'd get frustrated. I didn't necessarily see everybody's point of view. And I was like, I don't know why this person isn't getting it. I'm like, come on. You know, I mean, I see it clear as day. Why aren't they getting it? And so I, I shared a little bit of that with my dad. And and he said, uh, he said, son, he, he said, it's it's maybe not your responsibility to to see that harvest. Maybe it's just your responsibility to plant that seed. And later in life, down the road, it will be somebody else's, God will put that on somebody else, um, and it'll be their responsibility to to harvest that. To um, And so, it, it, and that was related to, to faith, um, and, but, but I've thought about that a lot of times over the years about um, whether it's uh, you know, health and wellness. Uh, uh, maybe it's it's just some um, different things on on parenting or or relationships. Um, just all sorts of things. I've always thought about because you know I've mentioned before I like to fix things. I'm a fixer, um, and fixers like to see a thing be completed. Um, it was broken, and now it's fixed, and now it works again. And we like to see those that completion. Um, and when you're a seed planner. Um, you don't, you don't, you don't get to see that be fixed or that harvested. It's like, I'm thinking about a farmer. If you go out and you think, man, it's going to be, I'm going to plant all this corn. I'm going to plant all this crop, but I'll never see it grow. I'll never see it be harvested. I'll never see the the corn be shucked and, and be eaten. I'll never see that. I'll, I won't even know if it grew or not. I won't know what happened. It's just, maybe it's my responsibility to plant that seed in the ground. That's what I was tasked with um, at this moment. And there may be another time that that I'm the harvester. That it that it's my that somebody else, you know, before me planted the seed or whatever seed that may be. Um, and it's my responsibility to to harvest that. Um, and, and I think, you know, it, it reminds me that sometimes, you know, I'm the seed planter, sometimes I'm the harvester, but it also helps me recognize that sometimes other people, if I look back, they were the seed planter in my life. And there's other people that, that have come along that, that harvested that seed that was planted. Uh, so that's been a good reminder over, over all these years. Um, that sometimes when I get frustrated and I can't fix things and I don't see it, um, to completion, I just remember that conversation with my dad on the porch and that he said, son, sometimes it's your job to be this, the planter, to plant that seed. And if that's your job, you do it the best you can. And then you, you leave it and walk away knowing that somebody else will tend to that seed. 
And then down the road, somebody else will harvest it. So it's just a great lesson for me at that in my early 20s to remember um, that I reflect on that all the time, all the time. Um, another one, um, and this one I've probably learned more um, because when I was my next oldest sibling is five years older than me. My oldest sibling is nine years. I have one that's five years older than me, one that's seven years older, and one that is nine years older. Um, so pretty much by the time I got to high school, um, I was in junior high really when my, my sister, she's five years older than I am, she moved out. Um, so I was kind of like, I like spent my eighth grade year and my uh, high school years as kind of an only child. Um, I always felt like I got the best of both worlds uh, because I had siblings that were around when I was younger. But then as I got older, um, they moved on, had families, and I was kind of like an only child. So I kind of got the best of both worlds. Um, but but this lesson with my siblings, I learned um, I learned later in life, um, and, I, and I've grown to appreciate it. And I don't think I could have appreciated it at a younger age um, if I had recognized it. But um, and, and, and I don't know, um, this was something that my dad never really told me. Um, I just saw it in his actions. Um, and, and he didn't treat, um, as, as, uh, my siblings and I, we all get middle age and we get older. My dad, um, and mom, um, they don't treat us equally. And you might say, well, what do you mean they don't treat you equally? That's not right. They don't treat us equally, but they treat us fair. And and uh, maybe as as I as I say that, I do remember my dad um, sharing with me just briefly, and I've probably heard he, he's only told it me to me one time. Um, what do I mean by they don't treat us equally, but they treat us fair? My dad once told me that. He said, we treat you fair because we give each of you what you need. And we all need different things. So equal would be, you know, we'll, we'll just use money for the easiest thing. Um, if I give one kid 100 bucks, I'm going to give all three 100 bucks. Well, that's equal. That's equal when, when you do that across the board. But fair is maybe one child needs $100. Maybe another child needs $250. Maybe another child just needs um, some groceries. And and I'm using those as examples for simplicity, but um, they treat us fair because they my parents um, always gave us what we needed. What do we need? And and as I get older, I I think about that, and you know, it's it's easy to say, well, I didn't get this or I didn't get that. You know, that's not right. But it, but it's fair. I, I my my parents have have been a blessing to me all all these years, and and they've always given me what I need. If I've had a need, um, it, it may not it may be an unspoken need, but they see it, and they fill it for me. And I know they've done the same um, for my siblings, for my for my sister, my two brothers. Um, they've they've seen needs and they have filled them. And I think that is um, that is wonderful. And I and I try to do that with my um, my kiddos, my four. And and I hope that and, I, and I've shared with them before that that we don't always give you the same, but we give you what you need. 
and you each have each have a different need just as as my brothers and my sister we all had different needs um, throughout our lives you know especially my my siblings being that much older than me they were at a different place in life than I was so they had different needs than I did um, they, and and uh, my sister's five years older I have another brother he's seven and nine so so they're kind of spaced out too um, so again they all have different needs um, from each other just as they do from me. And my parents were always great about um, filling those needs, and and so that that's a special special lesson that my dad my dad taught me, um, and, and mom both both had taught me that lesson um, over the years, and I've just recognized it more as I've gotten older. Uh, the, the the third one I wanted to share was, and and this is this is nothing my dad has made uh, verbal mention of. Um, because we teach lessons sometimes not through what we say, uh, but through our actions. And it's a good reminder to me as a dad that my actions are important. Um, sometimes it's not the words I say, uh, but it's the actions I do. And, I, and, and it's nothing my dad has ever spoke of or said of, but it's, it's what he does um, on a daily basis, on a yearly basis. Um, ever since I can remember... Um, my dad has taken great care of my mom, um, all through the years. I, I you know, I don't know growing up, <laughs> I don't know if my mom, um, ever pumped her own gas. Um, I, I, I can't remember, you know, it, as I got older, I probably was the one that did it. Um, if my dad didn't go out and get her gas for, her. um, my dad has always, and, you know, every family's different, um, you know, every family's different, but for mine, my my dad did a lot for my mom. Um, he took great care of her, um, and t- still does. And and you know, I can remember my dad. He was always he'd always cook, and uh, my mom would bake some things. And I mean, I can always remember my dad cooking. Um, and and even to this day, my dad just had a birthday recently, and 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 turned seventy nine. He still does still does all the cooking. He takes. Uh, wonderful care of my mom he does um now um my mom's mobility is not quite as well as it once was um so my dad he um he uh does laundry he can vacuum he cooks he he's quite the the cleaner um if if you heard um heard my interview with my dad in the very my very first episode with my dad um he talks about a nickname that he got um in the grocery store um his nickname was beep 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 uh because he just beep beep everywhere around um and you know he still does that today um even at 79 he still bebops around and i would say bebop um instead of beep beep but um but he still gets around and he still um i picture him doing all that in the house and and um i go visit him every week and and it's just um house is spotless and he just does a great job and my my mom is so grateful and and sweet about it um and and it's just and that's just an example to me. And my mom will tell me, oh, your dad did this. He's been so busy um, this week. He's done this and that um, to take care of the house, whether it's painting or mowing or doing some laundry or cooking or, you know, fixing a special meal for him. Uh, just all these uh, all these different things that my dad does um, for my mom out of love uh, because he wants to take care of her. And, and it's a great example to me um, for my marriage with, with Kim to – to uh, love on her, to take care of her, and and he does that through his actions. 
Um, because he wants, my mom loves a clean house and, um, she'd always clean the bathroom probably two, three times a week. And my dad does the same. And, um, she'd do laundry every day. My dad does the same, um, because that makes my mom happy, um, because she's not able to do it as much as she once was. But so my dad feels, feels that for, her, um, so she can still be happy about it. And, and, um, and every time I go over there, she talks about it and, and about what he's done. And, and my dad will never say that he's done this or that, but she will. And, and I, and I see those things the way he takes care of her, um, when they come over to my house and different things. But that's just a great, um, just a great example to me, uh, that I watch my dad, how he treats my mom and, and his actions and words. And it's just a, a big lesson that my dad taught me that, that I want to strive to, to take care of my wife, to take care of Kim and, and do those things for as, as we get a little older and as things change, you know, um, I want to be that person. And the last thing my, you know, again, my dad taught me many things, uh, many lessons in life. I wish I had time to share all of them, um, but I just wanted to share a few uh, with you today um, as Father's Day approaches. And probably uh, one of the one of the biggest ones, and and I, I think about this one all the time, and and I say it it, it helps me make life decisions. It really does. Um, it's made me uh, help me make some really tough life decisions, and 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 I've gone against it. I've gone against this this advice sometimes, and it it usually doesn't turn out well. Um, it's usually not, hasn't worked out well for me. And, and again, um, I remember my dad and I had this conversation on um, his front porch, the front porch that I grew up, my house I grew up in. Um, it was on 307 Washington Street. It's, uh, it's probably an address I'll never forget. Uh, it's where I grew up. Um, we were sitting on the front porch, front step, and and I, and I don't really remember what we were talking about um, I was asking advice about some choices to make. I know that. And he, he said, he said, son, he said, when you do the right thing, you can never go wrong. And I think about that daily, <laughs> daily. And that was, oh, again, I was in my early twenties, um, when he gave me that advice. Um, so that was, that was over 25 years ago when I got that advice and, and it has guided my life, um, ever since that day. Um, when he said you, when you do the right thing, you can never go wrong. And there's times I have, um, tested that, that, uh, advice. Um, and it has, it has proven to be that he is correct. Um, when I've done the wrong things, I've, I've messed up and I've done some wrong. Um, and it has not ended well, <clears throat> And the the thing he left out, though, uh, I wish he'd give me a little more advice um, on this one. I wish he'd expanded a little bit on uh, when you do the right thing, because he left out um, the part that the right thing sometimes is not the easy thing. And I kind of had to find that out on my own, that because sometimes the right thing might be the, the difficult thing. And that's that's the one that's burned me, because the right thing to do has been the difficult thing. And I chose the easy thing, um, which was the wrong thing. And that has, has the lesson I had to kind of learn on my own that, that doing the right thing is sometimes not the easy thing, but even if it's not the easy thing in the long run, 
it'll be the right thing. And sometimes it's sometimes it's just the right thing knowing that you did the right thing. And you know, that wasn't wrong. And and maybe you took the high road or or you stood up or you did the difficult things or had the difficult conversations or took those difficult actions because it was the right thing. Not because it's the easy thing. Now, it, it's the perfect world when it's the right thing and the easy thing. But I think we will find a lot of times when we make a wrong turn, that's because the right thing was the hard thing. And we chose to not do the hard thing. And we chose to do something that's a little more easy. And that's what got us in trouble sometimes. And... um out of out of all the all the different things that my dad has given me advice on, and and my dad is great because uh, my dad won't ever give advice uh, unless he's unless we ask for it, unless my siblings and I ask for it and say, "Dad, what do you think?" Um, we can. Um, I know for me, I can tell him everything's going on and this and this, and he won't say, "Well, it's what you should do." He won't give any advice, um, and maybe that's a lesson. Um, that he taught me too, that I try to impart with my kids is he won't give any advice unless I outright say, dad, what do you think? What are your thoughts? What should I do? What are some pros and cons? He will, he will not give me advice. He will listen. Um, he will listen lovingly. And if I don't ever ask for advice, conversation will end and we'll go on. Um, and he'll have heard me out. Um, so that's probably a little bonus fifth lesson that he taught me that, um, wait till you, wait till, you know, your kids ask for your advice. Um, and, and that's what I try to do with my kiddos, but I hope, um, these lessons, maybe one of them resonates with you that I, that I can share that my, um, as I reflect on those of through the years, um, at this coming father's day, that the lessons that my dad has taught me and, and some valuable things that have just altered my life, um, because he took a few minutes on the front porch at 307 Washington Street um, to share his years of wisdom. Um, there's a lot of times I didn't listen to his wisdom. Uh, and then later in life, then later down the road, you go, huh, I'll be darned. Dad was right. How about that? It's another lesson I learned, too, that if you listen to Dad a lot quicker, um, you'll get things right a lot quicker. Um, but he taught me some great lessons on that porch. Um, too many to to uh, list and share with you in this, in this short podcast, but, um, taught me a lot of great ones. I hope some of these I share with you stick with you. Um, and maybe you can implement them in your life and that my, my, uh, the example, my dad, the, the words of wisdom, my dad shared with me all those years ago. Um, maybe he passed them on to me and, and maybe I'm passing them on to you. And maybe, maybe I'm just a seed planter. Maybe, um, Dad was a seed planter and he planted it me and, and maybe I harvest a little bit and then then now I plant it into you and, and you carry it on down the road and it's uh it's up to somebody else to be sitting on a on a front porch with you and, and or a porch swing or um anywhere and they, they get to harvest that um that little piece of wisdom that my dad planted in me uh so many years ago. So to all you dads out there, um wanna wish you a happy Father's Day to my dad. I uh, want to wish a happy Father's Day. Um, hope he has a great one. This is, uh, and thank you, Dad, for all the all the lessons, um, all the lessons you shared with me. I appreciate it. 
Don't forget to tell tell your dad on this Father's Day that you love him. And have a great Father's Day. And hey, we'll see y'all next time. As I tell my wife, came every night before I go to bed. It's the bottom of the ninth. Double A out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.